0: Hey, I'm Denise, and you're listening to Playlisted, and today's episode is really special because I have a guest on, and uh, we're going to be talking about same-sex love songs. So, who better to help me make this playlist than my very own same-sex lover? (laughs) Hello! (laughs) Uh, In order to introduce you to some of these people, I want to know, so Beth has gotten into listening to some vinyl through my obsession. And um, so I want to ask you if you had to start a vinyl collection from scratch, if we lost all our records, but one was saved, what is like the one album that you love to have on vinyl?
1: Mm. Man, that's tough. We have a lot of records.
0: Hmm.
1: I think the one that Kind of feels like a go-to all the time is um, Erica Badu, Mama's Gun, the -hmm. red vinyl edition. Mm -hmm. I think that would be the hardest one to lose. Wow. I would pick that one.
0: That's a good answer.
1: Yeah? Yeah. You you approve?
0: I approve of that answer. Yeah, Yeah, That's what this is all
1: about. (laughs) That might
0: be one of the the albums I'm most proud of. I think it's the album I've spent the most money on, too, actually.
1: There you go. I'm very frugal.
0: Yeah. And actually, speaking of of albums, the first song that we're going to start to talk about in terms of same-sex love songs comes from a really kind of funny album find that I have. Frank Ocean's Channel Orange, uh, released in 2012, was never actually pressed on vinyl officially, but I was lucky enough to find a bootlegged copy about a year ago in Philadelphia. For those of you who don't remember in 2012 when the album came out, I think it was like the, the week before the album dropped, Frank Ocean posted this long letter on Tumblr where he came out to his fans um, because some of the like critics that were listening to the album beforehand had noticed uh, noticed some songs on the album that seemed to be directed to boys. So people started kind of asking Frank, and so he just put it out there before the album was out in the public's hands. Yeah, not to mention this album is just one of my favorite albums from Definitely from the last several years. So we're going to take a listen to Forest Gump. My
1: fingertips and my lips, they burn from the cigarettes. Forrest Gump, you run my mind, boy. Running on my mind, boy. Forest Gump, I saw you came for a I was screaming run But you kept running past the end zone. We just the oh,
0: where you go, for its, is One of the reasons I love this album or the song is because um just the whole play on on Forrest Gump as a as a super well-known film character and then this kind of shift from you know, he's running uh, he's like that famous scene in the movie where he's just like running forever and ever and ever across the football field and then, you know, develops followers and that whole thing. Um, but then he just like turns it into this really simple little pickup line that you're, you've been running through my mind.
1: I was actually expecting you to choose the song from the same album, Thinking About You. Yeah, but totally it's not, fair enough. It's not as explicitly same sex when I was looking at it. Because you really like that song, and it's kind of been important in our relationship, I feel like, for you. Mm -hmm. And so I was surprised to see Forrest Gump, but then I realized, yeah, there aren't as many explicit pronouns or any in the thinking that you saw. Well,
0: Thinking About You actually kind of does. Some people have said, yeah, because there's this one moment where uh, it's boy again. He really likes to say boy. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of in passing, and it doesn't necessarily, it isn't necessarily directed at a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but only after we knew this about Frank Ocean, I think people started.
1: The tornado flew around my room before you came. Excuse the messing made. It usually doesn't rain in Southern California, much like Arizona. My eyes don't shed tears, but body boy, when I'm thinking about you. Ooh, no, no, no. Think About
0: you's probably, well, I don't know. My favorite song in that album has shifted multiple times, but I I do love that song. um. But I think Forrest Gump is just kind of interesting. I don't feel like as many people talk about Forrest Gump. And, um, and yet it's such a good song as like with that organ that kind of comes in at yeah, the beginning.
1: Yeah, I noticed the organ this time listening to it too. There's even a bit of a, like it almost sounds like a gospel choir tries to come in at one point, but then it gets kind of muffled out in his mind. It's very like echoey uh, and ghostly, but it's like, I don't know if he was going for gospel or going for this sort of like baseball organ kind of thing at a school game.
0: Oh, I like that. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Thanks. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, every time I listen to it, uh, at least more recently for this podcast, I've definitely had the actual film in mind a lot more than I had in the past. It's really fun. It's really clever. Even just this idea of him continuing to, to run past the end zone in that one lyric, you know, and this, just this idea that he doesn't love him back or he passes him by or he doesn't notice or I don't know what, but yeah.
1: It's an interesting out for people who don't really want to think about how Frank Ocean is gay or bisexual, Mm. that they can just put the voice in the voice of Jenny from the movie and have it still be a heterosexual love song.
0: That's really, that's really true. Especially for guys, I feel like there's a lot more room for girls to just kind of like sing a song that's for a girl, Mm -hmm. but yeah, guys kind of have to, well they did especially like i think now there's so much more room for same sex love songs because of Frank Ocean um and that's kind of why i wanted to start with him even though we'll talk about songs that are from before 2012 i think this song ha- i think this album by Frank Ocean has really opened up the opportunities for lgbt themed songs to enter the mainstream um what song do you want to
1: I think I'll start with a song that I just discovered yesterday. So I need to say that I had trouble, more trouble than I thought I would with this theme, especially when you made the, the explicit pronouns uh, mm-hmm. a part of the challenge. I had trouble finding love songs between people of the same sex that were explicitly he, he, and she, she. Partly because I think a lot of love songs are in the second person so te- like you and I and so they're a little more easy to hide and I didn't want to just pick a bunch of songs that I didn't know but I found this one song that's by a relatively new artist um years and years and it's called memo oh,
0: oh, you could breathe.
1: want you to stay, and if I try my hardest, would you look my I just discovered that. I'd, I'd seen a couple other videos by years and years because I think they make really interesting videos as a band but the the central, uh, the lead vocalist is a guy named I think Ollie Anderson and um, he is openly gay and has spoken in interviews about how he wants there to be more songs with hmm. pronouns explicit so that it normalizes this kind of music and I, I like that and so this is one of two songs on, on his album that, on their album, their band. That has explicit same-sex pronouns, and I really like the vibe of it. It's got that sort Mm. of chill drum machine-y thing that I've been loving. That you've been playing me songs with similar kind of vibes. Like I'm Mm. thinking about the um, oh the new Carly Jepsen one that Carly Rae Jackson, yeah, yeah, that one, and uh, some of the Solange that just has the um, kind of like just the the good old-fashioned drum machine. But then also sort of a a plaintive kind of British voice, which makes me think of James Blake. Mm-hmm, I love that definitely. one song by James Blake, and so I think having that together, I just I really liked it.
0: And that falsetto we're yeah. we're both always sucker for a we good are. male falsetto.
1: We really are. So yeah, I want to hear more by Years and Years. I think they're they're interesting, and so I'm glad I found it yesterday because it's my only song that I chose that actually has the pronouns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was
0: say. so excited. <laughs> I actually missed the first one, but then as soon as uh, as soon as the second one came out, I was like,
1: oh. There it is. Yeah. It's legit.
0: Yeah, that's a cute... I really like
1: that. That was, okay. Yeah, it was fly. I, I'm it was glad. Like, I wanted to impress you with like a song you've never yeah. heard <laughs> It's really hard. You introduced me to almost all of my new music, so when I get to find something, I feel really proud.
0: Well, it's good to go with like the gay boy songs, because I don't feel like I know very many of that's those. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, I think the rest of, all of both of our songs are all about girls, so let's just get the boys out of the way now.
0: That's right. Okay, so... I've changed the order of what I'm gonna I'm gonna play next just because I feel like uh, one of my songs has a lot more in common to do with that Years and Years song.
1: Okay.
0: So I've gotten super into the internet lately, and by that but I not
1: like the World Wide Web.
0: No, not the interwebs, which I like to <laughs> call them. But the Internet is a band um, out of Southern California. They're fronted by Sid the Kid who is a lesbian and connected to Frank Ocean as well because they were both in Odd Future together. But yeah, she's amazing and really just super chill about like she's, I would call her openly gay, but she's never the first one to bring up her sexuality as a subject. She just happens to sing songs about girls. And appropriately, this song is titled Girl. song, obviously, because it's very, very on topic. And also because I really like it. I love how kind of groovy, sexy it is.
1: Do you like this song as much as I do? I think I still need some time to get into the internet. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Get into it? (laughs) But I do, the more I listen to this song, the more I like it. So I think Hmm. it's growing on me. It is really funny to search the lyrics by typing in the internet into like a Google search (laughs) bar. It feels very... Meta. What are the internet's lyrics? <laughs> but the, the one interesting thing I found was when I went to the Genius site for this song, which seems to be sort of the new lyrics page on the internet, like the actual internet. Like the interwebs. The, world, the interwebs. The <laughs> worldwide web. Um, this is the only time I've seen the, the artist write some of her thoughts about her own lyrics. And, hmm. um... She just talked about how she was really attracted to shy, intellectual girls, Mm. and that this was sort of a song, a tribute to those kind of girls, and I felt like that was really fitting since, I don't know if I'm shy, but I'm really intellectual, and I thought maybe it was towards me. Oh, I like that. Plus, I saw a reference to Potions, which I thought was maybe Harry Potter.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. I think it might be just a veiled Harry Potter reference
0: for you. Probably, for me. So it's basically our song now.
1: It is our song. Might as well
0: be. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Except for that line at the end.
0: Well, see, I almost don't want to include part two in this because because this is just love songs. So the internet really likes doing these like part one, part two songs. And part one is definitely a love song, you know. I didn't like, know
1: there was a part one, part two.
0: Yeah, that bottom the because it kind of like shifts into a real different feel. Like oh, okay. the instrumentation changes. The I can't remember if the tempo actually changes, but it really changes a feel. Um, and then she starts singing about, and it's kind of like unclear whether this relationship has lasted.
1: Right. Okay. Um, it's cool. kind
0: of. I think it's kind of like the the first bit is in the moment, like I love you so much, I can do anything for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I also one of the things I really love about the song is uh, is this sense of like the girlfriend's reputation is dependent on being girlfriends, mm. um, almost in a you know um, if you know, if the girl says that this, like, big studly uh, football player is her boyfriend that, like, raises her, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if they don't know your worth, tell right. them you're my girl, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just feels like this fun kind of play on status or relational. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a uh, the way. album is called Ego Death, which is it kind is. of uh. fun. I don't know if that, yeah. whatever.
1: It's confident.
0: But I feel like the, the part one song is definitely in the midst of the relationship. I'm so in love with you. But then the second part kind of shifts to maybe once the relationship is is close to being over. And mm. they're looking back and kind of saying, like, why couldn't why couldn't you just live in the moment? Why did you have to ask where this was going? Seize Which the day. In Yo- that case. YOLO. May- YOLO. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's not our song. But the first part feels really great.
1: You're saying we don't YOLO?
0: Well, we YOLO we about. See-
1: seize the day? Yeah, we, we seize the day. I don't know. I think we're going to seize this day. And we're totally
0: going to seize this day. We're already seizing it.
1: <laughs> okay, so my next two artists are both women. Um, so I'll start with Kenny Starr. Ah, I know what you're going to do. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the song is Alright by Kenny Starr, who's Canadian, and is part... Mohawk I believe So First Nations And um, there is some Debate over whether this Is allowed to be included Because she's bisexual And apparently there's some interview Somewhere where she says that this is actually About a man but it's also included On the L Word soundtrack so I kind of feel like (laughs) That counterbalances Any (laughs) Any of the doubts Is it right? For me to feel this way, put my head in. So I think that the reason why it's very plausible for it to be about a same-sex relationship is just the both relaxing into a really lovely moment with your partner, but also sort of wondering whether it's all right, which maybe could be taken as just an, a request for consent. <laughs> but that's, sort of feels good. it sort of feels a little more like it's a, an existential wondering of whether it's all right. Yes. What do you think?
0: I think exactly that. I think that's what makes the song a little bit queer to me um, but maybe that's because it, it just makes it feel very applicable to our particular relationship and the way that it unfolded.
1: True. Um, I might just be thinking through the lens of us.
0: No, no, but I no I think you're absolutely right Like I think there is this sense of like there are certainly there are like hetero relationships examples that might have that same kind of existential crisis but but i think it, there's something that does sound particularly queer about it and i guess it's been curated to us through the l word although i don't even really remember it
1: it's on the l word soundtrack apparently so on the soundtrack i don't remember okay. what episode it was in because
0: i definitely don't remember being introduced to it through the l word which i definitely watched but <laughs> um but i definitely remember listening to it to it at the Folk Fest and you reminded me that you weren't actually there, but I remember you in my memory because it felt like this romantic moment. I felt like the song was was good, good for us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. cute.
1: I think you showed it to me after you got home from that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think that song totally counts, plus you get extra points for adding some CanCon to this. That's episode. right, a Canadian. That's pretty impressive. Thanks. Okay, should we keep going? Yeah. I love that we've kind of moved into like Women and women from a certain era as well. So this is not a Canadian, but uh, I was looking up on some of her history, and I realized that the fabulous Annie DeFranco actually kind of was first popular in in Canada. Really? Yeah. She she really like started touring with the Canadian folk fests before anybody was really. Paying much attention to her in the States. And then she struck it. I, I mean I think really her secret was just to make a whole lot of music. She's like one of the most prolific singer-songwriters that I have in my music for sure. Um so the funny thing about the song that I picked for this is I initially thought of Anita Franco as somebody who has made same sex love songs, but I didn't have a particular one in mind. So I just started listening through a bunch of songs. And the ironic thing about it was I have Maybe more of her than anybody, any other artist in my mm-hmm. iTunes. And I still managed to pick a song that I didn't have of hers. Huh. Um, and extra weird too, because it's actually from an album that I remember being one of my favorite albums of hers. Uh, it's from Imperfectly. The song I picked by Annie DeFranco is If It Isn't Her.
1: She's a do I know you, I say, well, no, not lady You to come and talk to me, talk to me. You know, I have been playing too many of them boy girl games.
0: She said, Honey, you are safe here. This is a girl girl thing. So this song is probably the most explicit we've had so far.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of early on when I like to say that she was, like, her most lesbianic. <laughs> um, I mean, she's a bisexual, so I don't want to be a part of bi erasure or anything. I don't know if I have a whole lot to say about it. I really like it, though. I love this this sense of, like, having... It's kind of a classic example of a love song in its in its lyrical content at least in the in this idea of like everyone fades away Mm -hmm. and all you can see is this person that you're falling for or or that you have um what's it called sight first sight attraction (laughs)
1: love love at first sight (laughs) it's kind of this great love at first sight example (laughs) maybe we shouldn't do this first thing in the morning (laughs) (laughs) I like the song. I'd never heard it until you told me about it. And um, it's kind of like, it's the type of song where you know it's an Ani song, even if you hadn't been told the artist, like it's got the whole mm-hmm. repetitive guitar riff that just goes through the whole song and feminism and wordplay and her little, the little vocal things that she does that are so unique to her. Yeah. Do you think it's and actually... storytelling for sure. And storytelling, like that, yeah. that narrative that runs through it. True. Do you think it's the story of her first crush on a woman?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, no, I feel like Ani knew she was attracted to women from, like, birth. <laughs> like, that's the, the idea I have in my head. But maybe not. Maybe, Maybe it is the first time that she really noticed a woman and noticed that she was noticing a woman as well. Hmm. I think that makes sense that it would be, like, this kind of epiphany epiphany yes I was gonna actually go for like the road to Damascus kind of experience <laughs> right because there is that sense of like you know everybody drops away and it's this huge deal for her and she's having this conversation
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she's talking about this like ex-boyfriend even in this conversation and so yeah no I think that makes sense she's like for the first time about to have an experience with another woman and this other woman is obviously more experienced
1: <laughs> yeah um,
0: I love that line where she's like, I'm sick of the boy girl games yeah. and then the person she's talking to is like, Oh, honey, it's don't even worry about that. This is clearly a girl girl thing. Like <laughs> like don't worry, like no boys in this particular yeah situation. Good song. Good song, Ani. Make some more songs like that,
1: please. Yeah.
0: But don't cheat on your husband. Okay. <laughs> All right. One
1: more one more song. One more song. Okay. Yeah. So this is a very simple short song. Again, it doesn't really win in the pronoun game. There aren't any That's pronouns. Okay. But it is a song by Michelle and Diacello called Beautiful. Oh yeah, that counts for sure. For sure. Oh, she's she's
0: just so fabulous. And I mean I think since knowing mm. that she's actually queer, even before that, you're just so cool. You've gotta be a little bit queer, you know.
1: Yeah, I remember the first time I ever heard her music and I don't know how I found it, but it was a, a week that you were out of town it was before Mm -hmm. we were anything explicit together Mm -hmm. we didn't have a label on our relationship but I was missing you it was probably the first day you'd been gone and you were going to be gone with this youth group for like a week in Europe I think yeah and uh I was just already pining for you and I discovered Michelle and just started listening to a bunch of her music and um it probably was from So You Think You Can Dance because we'd been watching that show and I remember there was a dance for this particular song Such pretty hair It's kind of a strange little song. It's it doesn't really have any structure. It almost just feels like you're eavesdropping on a couple like in a really intimate moment. It just captures that kind of awe that you can have in your partner in a, you know, a moment of seeing how beautiful they are. And I usually don't like it when people like talk sing in their songs. <laughs> like it's like you it's know what happens in all your all Michelle. your boyz to men songs. <laughs> What's his name? The one guy always talks. Yeah, Michael. Michael, you don't find talks.
0: that so sexy?
1: I don't know. It just seems kind of corny to me <laughs> yeah. all the time. But when <laughs> Michelle <too>. does it, <laughs> yeah. when Michelle does it, it's like actually sexy. She just like melts
0: me. And I think even her voice, I connect to. So I yeah. actually first heard Michelle in Deocello in Deocello, Uh from Love and Basketball.
1: Oh yeah, this song's in there, right? Full, um, I know, fool of, full of you, of fool of me, me. Yeah
0: is in that oh That's my gosh it's so beautiful um so i didn't really connect her to like same-sex love songs until later mm, yeah. um Until probably this song actually though i mean from that first line what woman is gonna say to a man like oh such pretty hair
1: <laughs> such pretty, <laughs> so pretty hair
0: i mean i probably yeah. would but maybe not <laughs> in the same kind of context
1: yeah yeah i think it's the same sex song yeah, and I she is bisexual Now song. we've had a lot of bisexuals on this podcast. yeah way to
0: go 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 bisexual all
1: right well. do we need to do any honorable mentions
0: oh cuz i a good i probably idea. didn't
1: pick the ones you wanted me to pick
0: no, I didn't want you to pick anything specific. I was really happy with your choices. They okay. surprised me, which is really fun. No, the only the only other one that I really considered talking about was a Kalani, another bisexual mm-hmm. musician. Um, I've been totally loving her, mm. as you know. I've been playing her tons, and she has this one song. But I didn't I didn't pick it because it's I mean it's a love song, mm. sort of. It's super super sexy. It's called First Position, uh-huh. and. It's basically like, hey, hot girl who wants to experiment, I'm willing to help you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like, I don't know. So that's why I picked, I was trying to choose between that and girl because they're both like just a little bit newer and like very, very sexy songs.
1: Also, I really wanted to try to work in. Sufyan, but I know that's like a huge oh, debate about whether no. oh, he's gosh. actually queer like whether the male references in his songs are actually to other men or to Jesus or something
0: no what's <laughs> you know? the one Chicago Chicago's so queer
1: I don't think so I think
0: it is he's on a road trip with a boy and they love each other that's my narrative for that
1: song you have a narrative for that whole album but I <laughs> don't know if it's defensible <laughs> Another song that was important in my coming out was um, Bjork's "All Is Full of Love," oh. and the reason I think it's a same-sex song is just from the music video where she's like making love with herself, basically. Right. Yeah, right. But there's nothing actually in the lyrics of the song that make it a same-sex. There
0: are a few more songs when you bring in music videos. Yeah. Um, I can't even think of one now but but that what made me think of that when, when you mentioned Sufjan yeah. is artists that you just want to come out so bad um, <laughs> and so Janelle Monet, basically oh, all, yeah. all of her songs Queen,
1: that would have been a good one
0: Queen could be good but Queen could it's also still... and it could also be worked into a million other podcast episodes True. so I'm sure you'll hear me talk about Janelle Monet one of these days
1: and then there's all the famous ones like Melissa Etheridge and Katie Lang and others sure. who've done yeah. stuff but they, I just haven't That wasn't my generation, so I haven't really connected with those songs as much.
0: Yeah, I would have been surprised if you picked something like that. Indigo
1: Girls, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was really fun. It was fun. We'll have
0: to do it again sometime. Yeah. I'd also really love to have other people guest on the show, so if you're listening to this and you feel like you'd like to just chat about some songs with me, see how easy
1: it was? So easy. It's so easy. You enjoyed yourself? I did. I had a really good time.
0: Well, you were great. Thanks so much for listening. Um, You can check out a Spotify playlist with all the songs that we mentioned under my Spotify account. I think it's searchable by Dance Vera, D-A-N-C-E-V-E-R-A. Yeah, see you later.